This conversation from the Augusta Golf Show is brought to you by Gerald Jones Audi, online at AugustaAudi.com. Well, Steve Burkowski covers the college game for the folks at Golf Channel. This year's Eastlake Cup will take place this Monday and Tuesday. Steve will be in Atlanta for the coverage. It's a pleasure to welcome Steve Burkowski back to the Augusta Golf Show. Hi, Steve. Hey there, John. Appreciate you having me. Another uh, good East Lake Cup on tap. Uh, hard to imagine we're already in year number five of this event, so looking forward to another great one. But from the outside looking in, Steve, it this seems to be a big deal in college golf. How do the schools feel about participating in this? You know what, John? They they love it. Uh, you know, I alluded to the fact where you're entering year five of the East Lake Cup, and as you've seen our college golf platforms grow on golf channel they're televised now let's just go to the baseline level that for the last five six years you've seen the ncaa championships on our air for the men and the women we've seen the drama we've seen the excitement we've seen what jennifer cup show and maria fossey have done in amateur golf and now professional golf so that two-week stretch in may has really opened up all the avenues so when you get back to the east lake cup speaking with the coaches throughout the years, it's basically a smaller version of the NCAA championships. You've got a stroke day, uh, 18-hole play uh, on Monday, and then match play on Tuesday and Wednesday. So it's a great opportunity for the coaches to get a sense of how their teams respond in front of television cameras. For many of them, it could be the very first time they're dealing with sit-down interviews, that cameras show up on the 18th green, and Let's be honest, we're dealing with teenagers for the most part. That is a new avenue of the game. And then you also get coaches tinkering with their lineups a little bit. Maybe they get a couple of freshmen in and they'll throw them up against some senior All-Americans on the other side to see just how good they are. So from the coach's standpoint, they love those opportunities. The players get to see it up, one of the most – historic layouts uh, in, in all the country, obviously the FedEx Cup and the Tour Championship held there. But it's really been a win-win. Again, as we try to make this a 12-month continuous window of college golf, this event at East Lake in October is now really becoming a staple. And when they get the invite, let me tell you, they rework in, uh, th- their schedule to say, okay, <laughs> we're going to East Lake, so how do we adjust? Yeah. But, uh, so far, seemingly, it's been a win-win situation. I, 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 it'll be in the weeds, but I do want to get to that point in just a second. But you made a great point. Um, and for those who don't know, it's the semifinalists from last year's, uh, well, from from May's NCAA competitions. So, so the competition, you know, right off the bat in their fall schedule is pretty stiff for them. Oh, abs- absolutely. You know, it's... College golf, John, is an interesting dynamic. You've got approximately a two-month fall season, and then they'll have about a two-and-a-half to three-month break, and then it's put down on the gas for four months from early February through the first couple of days of June. So as you you made a great point. They have that ability to play against the defending national champs, or you look at Oklahoma State. They're a very new-looking team. Wolf is gone. Victor Hoblin is gone. So – it's a great opportunity to really test themselves. I was just at Isleworth uh, the other day watching that event. Texas didn't play their best. Vanderbilt didn't have maybe their best. UCF ran away with it, sort of shocked everybody. But the coaches look at me and they say, I'm sort of happy 
I want my guys to know we've got work to do. Arizona State, they're going to be hosting the national championships. The Sun Devils have had an indifferent fall season. So you get these crafty veteran coaches that realize, hey, we don't want to be peaking right now. We want to continue to get better, realize that these student-athletes have work to do on and off the golf course, and you know, to have something at the end of their fall campaign with one of the best marquee events in all of college golf, it's, it's what you want as a coach. I mean, that invite, as you said, to the semifinalists from the NCAA championships, that's what teams want to deal with. How do we continue momentum? How do we get better? How do we try to peak at Greyhawk next spring? We're talking with uh, Steve Burkowski here on the Augusta Golf Show. You know, you mentioned the television coverage. I'll never – the television coverage, the NCAAs, that's how I got introduced to Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, you'll, it's, it's in many cases the first time you see these future stars. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, I've been at this, gosh, two decades <laughs> at Golf Channel, and it's amazing where the time goes. And uh, you, you, My thought process, and it goes back to Tommy Roy, the longtime great NBC golf producer in our Olympic mantra at NBC Sports, Give me a reason to care. Tell me something I don't know about these young men and women. So as we show the golf and the drama, we try to give a backstory, try to get a little more interest from the standpoint. You know who Bryson was? He went to NCAA. He went to U.S. Amateur. Now look at him. Top 10, 15 players in the world. If we can do that, if we can open up that door of, hey, I'm going to root for this kid. You've given me a reason to care. And, oh, by the way, He's one of the best players in the world. That's where I think our ultimate goal is. You know, to show golf, but the truth of the matter is 95% of the people that tune in truly don't know who they are. So for me personally, I love to find those backstories, whether it was Wyndham Clark losing his mom when he was at Oklahoma State or how Cameron Champ got introduced to the game of golf through his grandfather, who sadly I found out earlier this week lost his battle to cancer uh, to our thoughts with, with uh, the entire champ family. That's where I really get driven and motivated to personalize these young men and women. So someone can say, well, that was great goal, but you know what? I'm going to root for that. I'm going to remember that person because of a particular story we might have shared. You know, you alluded to this, Steve, and I don't want to get that far into the weeds, but I am curious. I know that many people might not realize that programs have to carefully watch you know, competition days and the such, and and schedules in many cases are t- determined in advance, and 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 these teams won't know they're in the East Lake Cup until the NCAA's in May. W- were there hurdles getting this thing started? There were, uh, and I'll be honest, I've had a lot of phone calls behind the scenes as we were developing this idea and plan, and wanted to get feedback from coaches, and as you said, we were go digging deep into the days of competition before the postseason, but there was maybe hey, you're creating an event. What is it? How does it work? So, yes, there was that certainty by coaches of, well, geez, I've already made my schedule for next season. I hate to pick up the phone and tell Coach X, Y, and Z I've got to get out of their tournament. But I think now five years in, uh, there is an understanding across the country that, hey, by the way, we can't come here because we're getting to go to East Lake. I think there is that true uh, acknowledgement of 
an opportunity earned, an opportunity for your school, and you know what that is? It motivates everybody else to say, you know what, let's bust our hump, let's get the job done, so we have that invite next year as well. When you guys went down the path of televising uh, college golf, I, I I know you wanted it to be impactful, and then to your point, the East Lake Cup is now five years old. Has it been as impactful ha- as you wished, or uh, Steve, has it been more impactful than you thought it would be? Boy, John, that's a great question. You know, I don't want to sound self-serving, but I think maybe we have even exceeded our own expectations, and that's because of the play. Mm. The women and the men, the drama for the last five years in match play, whether it's Mariah Stackhouse in 2015, a concession, 17 and 18, winning on the first extra hole for the Stanford women to get their national title. These players have allowed us to exceed our expectations, in my opinion. People remember that. You know, you, again, I'll go back to the fact you really didn't know who Bryson DeChambeau was. Now you do. People remember Mariah Stackhouse or what Washington, the women, did a year later at Eugene Country Club. The play, the drama, the pressure, the quality of these athletes have allowed, I think, viewers to just say, I'll be darned, they are really good. Let's be honest, most people have a college rooting interest. You root for your alma mater, your son or daughter goes to that school, or the neighbor down the street has a child playing there. You know you know what Saturdays are like, especially in the hmm. SEC. I mean, it is all about rooting for your team, your school, your your tie, your connection. So, you know what? I've heard nothing but, but great things. It's been a collaborative effort, all the way up to our president, Mike McCarley, all the way down to our production staff. We, we've really gotten all in, and I think now five years deep, we're almost all on the same page in terms of we just know how to develop this and then ultimately let the place speak for itself. He is Steve Burkowski. He will be in Atlanta at Eastlake Monday and Tuesday for the fifth Eastlake Cup. Uh, Steve, thank you for taking the time to do this. I always appreciate it. Always a pleasure, John. Thanks for having me.